The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Today, I have kind of an interesting topic that wanted to come through, and it's around how we can find the people in our lives to help us, to support us, and to guide us. So I think I'm going to title it, How You Find Yourself a Spiritual Teacher. And I'm going to say this is teacher, mentor, coach, healer, maybe even stretching to healthcare professional. Really, it's about more generally how to find the folks that can best support you on your journey. Because, you know, no man is an island. And I really do believe that, you know, to some extent, we're all in this together and everyone needs support now and again. I know that yours truly has an amazing support team of changing and sometimes very constant human beings and sometimes spiritual beings or, you know, sometimes spirit guides too. But I also have a real group of people that are my go-to support because I know that I need it. And, you know, sometimes they're friends and often Oftentimes, they're people that I pay money to, but I really do think that it's so important that we all have those connections and those people that we can go to for support. And you know, a lot of people on the planet right now are really looking for mentors and teachers and healers because we are going through a time of such substantial and significant and somewhat rapid change. And so many people are starting to awaken to this idea that they're more than their physical selves and they're really starting starting to have this overnight expanded awareness of pretty much everything. And with that, sometimes too, a lot of that emotional baggage comes up for clearing. So we got that going as well. So I do think that the, you know, quote unquote glut we have of coaches right now and spiritual mentors and teachers and even to some extent therapists is right on track because it takes a lot 
of support sometimes for us to move forward. And that's a beautiful thing because, you know, as we can be served, it also helps deepen our ability to be of service. Okay. And there's always that two way street. So for example, if you meet a psychotherapist, right, who says like, yeah, I don't need help. I got this all myself. What message did that send to their clients? Right. So it's really important that we walk the talk of our own growth and development. And, you know, I'm the first one to tell you that I am so grateful for the support people that I have in my life. And I'm also grateful that I get to be of support for so many other beautiful souls. So the first thing that I think that is important to consider when you're looking for anyone, a teacher, a healer, a helper, is someone with whom you feel a positive and uplifting resonance, right? If you walk out of every session feeling down on yourself, feeling like your energy has been tanked, feeling angry, feeling scared, feeling confused, feeling unheard, these are signs that it's probably not the best mix for you. Now, you know, we say in the therapy biz that sometimes therapy can be hard because in that process of interacting, right, stuff gets stirred up. And so a really good counselor is going to know how to support you through that and recognize, you know, lovingly when that might be happening. But for the most part, I would say if you're in a situation where you consistently feel like, crap every single time you go it's not a good fit even if you know your stuff is getting activated or you're having a healing crisis or any of that it is always my belief and this is what I tell my clients most of the time when you leave my office you should feel better than when you left right even if it's just for a few minutes and of course there's times when that's not the case because we don't always get to wrap up every session in a beautiful gift box but for the most part that is the first rule of thumb go where you feel uplifted you feel enlightened you feel good. And I think this is especially the case when we're talking about spiritual teachings, right? Because there is a lot of spiritual teaching out there that's very dogmatic and that has a little bit of ego in it and is fear-based. It's there. And all of these things will not make you feel better. They might feed your ego for a few minutes and make you feel superior. (laughs) That's a possibility. But if you're really tuning into your energy, as I know most of you guys listening are learning to do naturally normally, you will know that it feels much better, right? To just feel good rather than stoking that ego. So rule number one, after you listen to a spiritual podcast or go see a spiritual teacher or any of the above, for the most part, on the whole, you should feel better, okay, than when you walked in that door. That's rule number one. Rule number two is that you should feel empowered. Unfortunately, there are some people that because of their very own level of unconsciousness, believe that they have to make you need them or they need to put you down or make you feel like you're broken or needy or you don't know something that they know or you don't have something that they have in order for them to feel like they can be of service to you. Now look, I have multiple degrees, as you often hear me talking about, right? I went to school for a long time. I know stuff. And sometimes that stuff is helpful. And what it is, I am happy to share it with folks. Doesn't make me better or worse than anybody else because we all have our areas of expertise and the areas where we excel and where we feel drawn and what brings us excitement. And for some people, that's just, you know, studying psychology a whole lot. And for other people, it's something really different. And so, you know, that's part of what I bring to the table for my clients is that I know stuff. And I share what I know when that is appropriate. 
appropriate. And that is a gift that my soul and my humanness can give to my clients. But what I try not to do is disempower my clients with said information. So I will try really hard not to be like, well, I am the expert on your psychological health because I went to school for this many years and therefore you don't know anything, right? How does that feel when someone talks to you like that, right? Nobody likes that. It's not helpful and it's not true because I might be the expert on psychology, but you are always the expert on you, right? You are. And look, sometimes, you know, with my intuition or with my knowledge, I might see things and blind spots that some of my clients are just not ready to own yet, but that's okay too because you get to move forward in your very own way and your very own pace. So again, if someone tells you that they have your answers, that they know you better than you, and even worse that, you know, God forbid you don't listen to them, that you're in some form of resistance or you're not doing it right, please walk away or run if that feels more authentic to you. Because really you have your own answers and all of the power for everything that you need is within you. And any good healer or helper or teacher's job is to help you feel empowered and to tap into your own resources. And again, sometimes we support you in doing that. And there are many times when I will get on the phone and call one of my healers or teachers because I'm feeling like I need some support. But none of those relationships do I ever feel that they are taking my power away. They are augmenting it. They're helping me tap back into it. They're helping me awaken that which in me that already has all the answers. I just, you know, I'm not seeing them clearly right now. Does that make sense? Now, the third thing that you should look for in a teacher or healer is somebody that you feel gets you and you get them. And this is a little bit harder to explain, but I find at different points of my life, right, different teachers, different teachings resonate more than others. And I think that's a magical thing. We all bring to the table our own perspective. Plus, we're all of us who are living in human bodies also have our own stuff that we're still working on, most likely on some level or we wouldn't be here. And And we all have our own unique gifts and perspectives, and we bring all of that to the table. And so it's my understanding that sometimes, you know, two souls will be aligned at the right time because I have the information or the perspective that will tweak you in awakening what you need to know, or I have just that right information, right, that is going to spin things around. Or sometimes even I've had people drawn to me because I know the next place to refer them. I'm not the person to work with them at all, but I happen to know that person. That is the right person and the guide send them to me because that's the easiest way to get them where they need to go. I'm cool with that because, you know, I don't believe that my clients are a limited resource. I know that when one walks out the door, five more will come. That's just how it goes. So, you know, you want to work with someone that you really feel heard by and that that information feels helpful to you. And, you know, usually you don't have to think about this one over much because you'll just attract those people into your life that you need at the time that you need them or you'll be attracted to the teachings that really resonate with you and really speak to you and really excite you. And I think the reason the guides are bringing this up is point three is because sometimes when we've outgrown a teacher or a teaching or it's not the right answer for us in the moment right now, and remember the present moment's always changing and what you needed yesterday might not be the same thing as what you need now. So it's always good to check in and you know notice, is this what I need right now? And if it's not, it's okay to walk away, you know? And, you know, these things can change. I've had clients that I worked with 
for a period of time. And then they were done with me and they said, you know, I think I've taken this as far as I can go and I'm going to go do something else now. And, you know, maybe I'll be back. Maybe I won't. And they usually come back, you know, maybe not for the same level of care as they did the first time, because who knows, people need different things on their journeys. But I always look at our relationship as an ongoing relationship if it wants to be. And I really allow my clients to know that I'm a resource. I'm here for you when it feels like the right fit. But I also know because I have learned this, (laughs) that I don't have to do everything or be everything for everyone because wouldn't that be silly, right? That's not only a lot of pressure on me, but it's kind of ridiculous because the world is an infinite and beautiful place with so many amazing souls with so many things to offer. So I want to just share my gifts at the moment of time with the people that are going to most benefit from them. And then I want to free my peoples up to get whatever help they need out of other mouths and other perspectives and other eyeballs as they see fit. And so friends, when you're working with someone, you want to make sure that even if they have not reached that level of perspective where they know that letting you go is just fine for them and that more people will come and that you're not in resistance. And there's so many things that people will tell you. Hopefully you're not working with those people anyway. But just know that sometimes you're drawn to one person and sometimes you're not. And so if you can be intuitive about it and just sort of tune into what fits with you right now, you're going to find and have a much better time. One of the limits that sometimes people feel to this too, right, is this sense of obligation. Like when you have had a really good relationship with a teacher or a healer or a helper, and then it's not going so well, you might feel bad. You might feel like you're not doing it right anymore because maybe you've outgrown them or you've grown to need different things. Or you may feel like, you know, the same way sometimes you feel when any relationship runs its course or, you know, you outgrow it and you kind of miss what you had, not recognizing that you'll have that again in a different form, in a different way, but that you're ready to move forward. So I'm just bringing this up too, because it's just important that you remember that, you know, the people that you need will come in and out of your life. And that sometimes it's great not to cling to one particular healer or helper thinking they have all your answers, not even me. No, seriously. And just recognize, you know, we are all vessels, vehicles of the divine, and that the right folks and the right support will come in and out of your life as you need it, as long as you're open to that. And you don't have to cling to any particular personality. But of course, if you do find that relationships run its course, you can be nice about it. But I know you guys already are. Now, I think another common misconception, and I'm realizing this is actually why I brought this topic up in the first place, or why this came into my brain, is that a lot of times we equate our helpers and healers and people with their certifications, with their information, with their years of schooling. Remember that? (laughs) But really, although those things can be interesting and helpful, I wouldn't discount them completely. They're really not the name of the game in terms of what is going to get you where you need to go on your life's path. And though information, teaching, I know this, I know that, I did this and accomplished this and I want to share that story with you so you can accomplish the same thing. Keep in mind, friends, that while we do learn on our journey and we can often share with others, especially the correct others, the people that feel that resonance, what we have learned and benefit others from our wisdom, you also want to be careful that you're not working with someone who wants to force their story upon you because we are unique. And again, when you find the right resonance, with the right healer at the right time, you may find yourself with that person that has that bit of information that they got from their experience that you are on the brink of mastering and imbibing. But it's just important to recognize that just because someone has achieved something doesn't mean they have the answers to help you do the same, right? Because we're all 
all different and we all need different things and we're all going to do things our own way, which is why any skilled healer, helper, teacher is going to be one that can tune into you and uniquely you and give you the guidance that you need in the present moment to thrive. Got it? So again, it's really important to know that it's not necessarily the information that people are putting out. It's not necessarily who they are and all the big things they've accomplished, whether it's overcoming an obstacle or creating a million dollar business or healing themselves. All of these things can be important. And of course, we all take what we've learned from our journey and share it with others. But that in and of itself is not what's going to get the job done. What you really want is to work with people with whom you feel that deep resonance and not at the level of pain, but at the level of joy, at the level of soul. The most effective spiritual teachers are ones that can awaken in you a deeper connection with your higher self. And friends, this is not a laundry list of things that you need to do, though they may tell you that. I sometimes tell people that because people love things to do. But the biggest way in which our teachers and healers and helpers touch our lives is through their presence, through their energy, through their awareness, through their vibration, through their holding space for us, through their loving kindness and unconditional hearts. That is the most fundamental way in which we can support each other. And so remember, it is the person who can hold you in the highest esteem, see the light in you, even when it's hard for you to see it and hold the space for your own healing, growth and enlightenment. Those are the folks that make the best spiritual teachers and pretty much everything, right? And it's not something we do so much. It's just something that we are. And that idea of getting out of the way and holding the space and holding the light for you to experience your own inner divinity. So I hope that you enjoyed what came through today. I know I certainly did, and I always love this topic. I would love to hear in the Facebook group, those of you who are there, if you would love to share some of your favorite spiritual teachers and healers, and we can compare notes. And you know, I think the real interesting part about that too, is you will see that we all are drawn to different places, and that's exactly as it should be. If you liked what you heard today, please, by all means, leave a review on iTunes or whatever you're podcast platform of choices. Always appreciated, always welcome. And very most importantly, I hope that you'll take the information that came through today and have a wonderful day. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.